You made a choice that you didn't want this type of life. I grew up in a pastor's home, missionary's home, all that stuff. But um, the religion I was seeing just totally turned me off until one day I even said it to my, to my dad's face. I was like, if this is God, I don't want it. And this dark mist came on him and he walked up groping around seeking somebody lead him by the hand. And the Bible said the people marveled at the doctrine of the Lord. Welcome to Miracles Today, and I have with me an outstanding creative young man, Matthew. Thank you so much for coming Thank and enjoying me on Miracles Today. I want to go right to Jamaica. Okay. Talk to me about Jamaica. Let's go there. Talk okay. about Jamaica. Well, um, I would live there as a missionary kid. That's why we were there. We lived in Jamaica. Can we say that again? Because that was really fast. A was missionary fast? kid. Yes, yeah. missionary kid. Yeah, yeah. Yes, represent MKs. So like, right. I would live there for about four years. That's why we were there. Yeah. Um, but while living there, I mean, I was already like, you know, turned, you know, my, I grew up in a pastor's home, missionary's home, all that stuff. But um, the religion I was seeing just totally turned me off until one day I even said it to my, to my dad's face. I was like, if this is God, I don't want it. And so, I mean, I got around, you know, some bad friends and, and just got into some stuff I shouldn't. And, um, but then some people came down from America who had the fire of God in them and I've, for the first time, I was like, I want, you know, I was like, I want to know, I want what they have. I didn't know what it was, but for, I was like, I actually, I was like, wait, there is something real to God. Yes. And um, they actually had spirit song CDs, which comes out of, out of Miracle of Faith Center, yeah, but I didn't know yeah. what it was. But um, so when I first came to this church, I was like, oh my God, like what, like, like, is this, like, this can't be. Cause like, that was one of the CDs that made one of the greatest impacts in my life. Cause I just remember just like listening to it and like getting toasted, you know, and it was just like. And um, anyway, sorry, Jamaica. No, so you felt you felt the presence of God from spirit songs. Yeah. Now, why did you feel that um, what was going on with you uh, as a as a missionary's son and being in Jamaica was not uh, God, not what you wanted? Was there intense poverty in your family? Poverty mentality, big time. Okay. Um, a lot of strife, big time strife. Um, fighting, arguing, shouting, hearing one thing from the pulpit, another thing, lived at home. You know, not that my parents, not, you know, my parents, you know, love God and they try to do things right, but because it's like, it's like, you know, like they weren't taught the right way either. And it's just like, but I didn't know that it wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I just thought this is what, it, this is what God is. This is what Christianity is. And that's the and same thing with my parents. It. I didn't want it. You didn't want it. Can you describe to me what um, you you saw and you thought was Christianity or you were told um, was Christianity oh like you know before, before I yes. became yeah. what I told man jeez oh, Christianity well you know you just love God that's basically all there is to it you just love God and right. hold on hang on till the end you right. know, just hold on you'll get there eventually you know and it's just that was it there was no victory there's no prosperity in life there's no soundness of mind yeah you can when you really need it you can go to God and get peace and get joy 
you know, and if you're sick, you can ask God to heal you, to heal you if it's his will. You know, there's no, like, you can get healed. You can walk in victory. You can actually have soundness of mind. You can walk prosperous and in so favor. So you literally just made a choice, and you said, you know, I don't want that. And you walked away mm-hmm. from God. And what did you do during that period of your life? <laughs> um, man, well, I had some friends who, like, pretty much owned, like, a majority of the tourism area and stuff like that. So, um my thing was, like, I started getting into smoking and stuff like that. My friends tried to get me into pot and stuff. I just didn't really go there. My thing was, like, was girls. That was, like, I was, like, I was, like, come on, bring on the girls. So I was, like, I was just, like. Your vice was girls. Yes, it was. Yeah, so you, that that was not allowed (laughs) when you're upbringing. No. Girls are not allowed. (laughs) No, no, not really. And how old were you when you were? On the girl thing. On the girl thing. Man, about 16. Yeah, mm. it's kind of normal. <laughs> just kind of, just kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, when did you meet Dr. Harfouche? I met him about two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, someone led me to this church. Um, and what brought me to this church was people, walk, this guy walked in victories, this, who now became, who's now a friend of mine. And I thought he was arrogant and full of pride. And then, then I, you know, God said, why don't you listen to what he has to say? And what he had to say was like talking about Doc and stuff like that. I was like, my God, I want to, I want to meet this man. And so when I came to Miracle Faith Center, I was just coming to check it out. It just happened to be during a week of meeting. So I thought, I'm like, all right, I'm going to check this out. And when I came, when I walked in, it's like I felt the presence of God. And like, okay, there's a lot of things inside of me. Like, I know that there are certain things in God. I talk to people about it. I'm like, I believe that according to the word of God, we should be able to have this. For example, was a a sound marriage where they walk in unity. Good marriage. A good marriage. I just didn't see it. And I was just like, "Um, I know you can have it, but everyone I talked to, even people who are on fire for God said, well, you know, you just like, it's just part of life. You can just get through it. You're you're Christian. So what happened? Did you see Doc? Yeah, that's what happened. I came here and I saw you guys ministering together. And I was like, it felt like a spiritual balloon inside of me, like full of tension. It's just like burst. It was like, cause, and I started weeping because for the first time I had saw what I had been seeing in my spirit, but didn't know what I was seeing, what I was longing for, but didn't know what I was longing for. I saw it and I saw it in you guys and started weeping. And it's just like, it radically changed my life. And ever since then, it's just been, Ooh. it's been amazing. <laughs> Welcome back to Miracles Today, and we're with Matt, and when we left, you were talking about how you met Dr. Harfouche, and um, I want to know from you uh, what International Miracle Institute has done for you so far, but, but don't tell me. I'd like you to tell the viewing audience, because they're very interested in that. Can you speak to them about that? Absolutely. Okay. I am I changed my life. I was... I mean, even in the Christian home, I was depressed. I went to church, even to churches that I thought was amazing, like on fire for God, but I was still depressed. I was miserable. Uh, I just, I had no soundness of mind, but when I came here, I got grounded in the Word of God because that's what IMI is. It's, it's, it's grounded on the integrity of the Word and the move of the Spirit, and that's with that combination. It's just like I came to realize who I am in Christ began walking with the soundness of mind, actually able to walk in constant peace and joy. 
And when the attacks come saying like I'm scum and all this kind of stuff that I used to deal with, the word was alive inside of me because I am I brought alive because it was God bringing forth the word. It's God speaking the word. It's not just a sermon you go here. It's not a school you go to where you're just listening to a sermon and going out not changed. This is a place where you're coming, you're actually hearing God himself coming alive in you. And you're like, my God, this is the real thing. And you begin to realize, you, you, in your IMI, you find out that you can walk in divine health. You're no longer dealing with sickness. And instead of not only can you walk in health yourself, but you can bring it to other people. And that's what IMI is all about, is God coming alive in you, showing himself who he really is to you. And then in turn, you can make him known to other people. And it's just amazing. It's phenomenal. So you really, what happened was you, you made a choice that you didn't want this type of lifestyle as a missionary kid, you know, because right. it was just hard, right? And then not just because it was hard, but because what's the future for you in it, right? You mm -hmm. didn't see the power of God. Nope. But, no, then, no. but then in IMI, you saw things you liked. Oh, yes. Can you tell me what those were? The things that I liked in IMI. Yeah. <laughs> the things I liked in IMI. Everything. There's nothing I don't like about it. Like yeah. every part of it. The, okay, this is probably one huge thing. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's so free. It's genuine. It's pure. Everything about it. There's no religious, like, there's no legalism and rules. You got to do this, this, and this, and not do this, this, and this. And there's no performance. It's not performance oriented as in trying to please God. You just, it's, it's like the performance of God with you. You're acting Yeah, God. so it's not like your rules are from the outside in. Exactly. It's like you find out what God wrote in your heart and then you, you live that out according to your desire to how yeah. fast you want to live that out. Yeah, exactly. And prosperity is God. Exactly. God is rich. Yes, he is. And so he in has every a sense of the word. great future for you. Yes, he does. Listen, we're going to go sure right is. now to um, Doc. He's teaching on performance. All He's right. teaching on the manifestation of the power of God. And we're going to go and listen and learn more about how God can change us and we can grow more into his image. And, and uh, we'll go to God's prophet of performance, Dr. Christian Harfouche, okay? Sounds good. Good. Colossians 1.25, whereof I made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. I want you to notice here. Paul said, I'm, I'm, I, I made a minister. How many of you know that it was the grace of God that called him? Yeah. Said, when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. See, when people said to Paul, well, where is Jesus? He said, in me. And when the sorcerer said, you're lying, he said, the hand of the Lord is on you, you son of the devil.
you who's running around always trying to pervert the way of truth, and you're going to be blind for a season not even seeing the sun. And this dark mist came on him, and he walked up groping around, seeking somebody to lead him by the hand. And the Bible said the people marveled at the doctrine of the Lord. Said so today, people get offended when you say, God lives in me. Because the church is giving everything over to the devil. From the rainbow to the Holy Ghost. But I say give it back right now. Give it all back. You know I'm telling you the truth. Please God to reveal his son in me. This was the great thing that God is going to reveal in this generation. Christ in you the hope of glory. But watch this now. He said, I made a minister according to the dispensation or the period of time. The dispensation or the period of time. That's the time we have. Are you here? Yes. Now, how many want to hear something that will blow you away? Yes. You ready? Yes. See, the Apostle Paul, through the anointing, never got boxed into the ministry of an earthly dispensation. He's still preaching today. Still talking right there? When I read that he was called a minister according to the dispensation that God gave him for me. To fulfill the word of God. He, God gave him that dispensation for me. Now if he would have been quiet. That dispensation wouldn't have talked to me. If he would have kept that revelation to him. If it would not have gone on record. If it was not alive. If it was not the truth. Then it could not operate today. But the dispensation God gave him that enabled him to declare in the earth apostolic doctrine was a dispensation of time that he can utilize to impact all time. So you see the things he prophesied manifested by measure in the day he lived in, but will manifest without measure in the day we live in because what he said was not supposed to just talk to those people. It was talking to all people. I, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory be to God. Did you get that? So what was he? Well, he was a watchman. He was an apostle. 
He was called to stand on the wall. He was caught up to a higher realm. He was given and entrusted with divine insight. He put it out in earthly language. And yet today, unbelieving, secular, or agnostic, or liberal Christian eyes can read it and find no power in it. But then when God takes somebody and he takes somebody and he takes somebody begins to pour on them an anointing to decode this word according to the inspiration of the spirit of truth so that they would in turn take the truth and let every one of God's people know that this truth is for you and all of a sudden the word that Paul put on record for the Colossians becomes the word for the Australians, the word for the Italians, the word for the Africans, and the word for the Pensacolians, and the word for the Louisianians, and, 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 and the word for the, for the, for the, for the Czechoslovakians. And, it, and the, the, it doesn't matter who you are, becomes the word for you. Should I stop? No. Is anybody getting something out of this? Yes. Now watch this. This dispensation is given to me for you. This, this time period is given to me for what? You. Anybody here heard of Smith Wigglesworth? Yes. Just wave if you have. You know, he wasn't as popular when he was alive. Right? How many know that? I mean, he, he was popular, but he, you know, he wasn't as popular as he is now when he was alive. Actually, people today who don't like his doctrine print his books. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm here once again with Dr. Christian Harfouche. Hi, Christian. Hi, Robin. I, I've been just amazed at the uh, beautiful supernatural flow of the program today. The Word of God that came forth and then the, the, uh, the testimony at the beginning of the program with Matthew. Um, he was raised in a missionary home in uh, Jamaica. And do you believe that in order to be really, uh, you know, holy and, and really anointed that you need to take a vow of poverty? Absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, there is so much entwined with uh, uh, Christian theology uh, from the uh, place of the traditions of men that we really need to go to the Word of God and discover what the Word of God says. Um, I believe that uh, so many times, so often, when you use the word holy or, or, or righteous, or uh, people get this impression of legalism, of law, uh, of kind of a, 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 a guideline that is so tight, like a tightrope. And they feel like 
It has to do with sacrificing. It has to do with going without. It has to do with um, just actually not caring about this life as much as you care about uh, eternity. And really, when you begin to examine the Word of God, you discover what true salvation is. And it is to be born of God, mm. where your spirit man becomes a new creature. Yeah. Old things are gone. Uh, all things become new. Then you discover that God is a God of the heart. Mm -hmm. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. Well, when you know that and you find out God's word has in it promises that are relevant to this life, yes. as well as the life which is to come, then you discover that God is interested in this life. God is interested in how we take this time of opportunity and use this platform of living to reach others. What kind of a sermon are we preaching with our words, with our actions, uh, with, with uh, our example? And so if that's the truth, then as a child of God, I understand that God said that He will supply all of my need Yes. According yes. to his riches and glory. He knows what I have need of before I ask. Mm -hmm. And he is committed to the supply of my need. But then he also says that he will make all grace abound toward me so that I will have the ability to take care of all things. I will have sufficiency in all things and be able to abound to every good work. Meaning that all my bills are paid. All my life's responsibilities can be taken care of. My responsibility, my family, my responsibility to my ministry. But also my responsibility or my opportunity to give to others, to sow uh, into other ministries, to be a blessing and a help to others. If I understand that and I accept that, then I'm going to participate with God in this great blessing that is a financial blessing. And I'm going to be a channel. I'm going to let that, those resources flow through me and minister to others. If you look at the world today, it is designed to make the average child or te teenager feel like unless they're a dope dealer or a crooked businessman or it's a, in other words, unless they're doing something wrong, unless they're crossing over into the entertainment industry in the world or into the uh, artistic industry in the music or into, uh, unless they do something that way, they can never handle great amounts of wealth, especially if they're called of God to be in the house of God and be um, live a life for Him. Well, that mindset did not come from the Lord Jesus. It didn't come from the Word. It came from the world. Um, who deserves to have the resources? Is it the people that are going to misuse it or the people that are going to use it for the kingdom of God? Well, the answer is obvious. And these are the promises that God will teach us uh, through IMI. Well, it's a, you know, it's a hopeless condition. I mean, Absolutely. for a child, I mean... I mean, a child expects their father to give them a birthday present on their birthday. Yes. You know, not to tell them that, you know, Jesus is, you know, we're suffering for Jesus. I mean, the bottom line is, mm. I mean, Jesus 
is the richest uh, being in the universes. And he wants to pour out on us everything that yes. we need and abundantly above what we could even think or ask. Yes. And, and right now, you know, you may think, well, you know, I want to sacrifice for the Lord. But you know what? Who's going to fund the final harvest if it's not us? I mean, you know, a person who doesn't know God, you know, sometimes they'll come in and they'll give in the kingdom of God. But we are citizens of another kingdom. Our king is Jesus Christ. And we have got to take possession of what God wants us to have. And one of the things that the Lord Jesus wants you to have today is International Miracle Institute because it will, it will teach you about the prosperity of God and how the word yes. saved doesn't just mean saved from going to hell and you're on your way to heaven. It also means physical well-being and it also means prosperity. Yes. Jesus took the stripes on his back he became poor so that you could become rich. So I'm encouraging you right now, you take out those finances. You pick up that phone and you call and become yes. one of the 400,000 miracle workers that is going to turn the world upside down once again, just like the early church did. And join us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings. <laughs> 